What's up, New Philly? I want to do that like every time. Um, dispensation. I feel like we should just say that word 20 times. Uh, were you guys, how many of you guys were able to attend the New Philly retreat this past weekend? Come on. Was it powerful? Um, we just want to welcome all of you guys here. If you guys are not from New Philly, uh, we want to welcome you as well. Thank you for joining us on our prayer meeting. Um, tonight is going to be testimony night. And so um, I want to make the same announcement that Pastor John Michael did. If you guys want to share a testimony about how God touched you uh, this past weekend at the retreat, um, please make your way towards the behind the curtain shady seating area over there. It's about room for about 10 testimonies. And so um, bless the house. You know, something I want to share about testimonies is uh, it, it, it doesn't belong to you. When God does something in your life, it's something that God has written out for you to share to others. And we've seen the power of testimonies, especially at the retreat, um, as there is testimonies going out uh, before each of the sessions. It was powerful to hear stories of what God has done and to know that he could do the very same thing in your life. And so I want to encourage you guys to be bold and to, um, yeah, not be selfish or hoard, but to share and to testify. And to believe that it's more than just sharing, it's uh, prophesying uh, to the family here. And so, um, again, if you guys want to share about the retreat, also Emmaus students who were there this past Tuesday, we had a powerful Tuesday large group. Pastor Benjamin spoke. And so if you guys were blessed um, by that time um, as well, please share your testimony. The house has been faithfully praying for Emmaus. Um, at peer intercession and even at Friday fires, pre-prayer and all that stuff. There's been so many people that have been involved in what's been going on. And it's, it's almost like they deserve to know, you know, that their prayers are being answered, if that makes sense. And so may students, I want to also encourage you guys to, if you are blessed to go and to share your story as well. And so I think we have a testimony ready to go right now. And we're going to welcome our sister Chong up And so let's give her a warm welcome. So um, uh, I want to share this this testimony to declare that there's a living God that is able to set the captives free. (laughs) Yeah, so... um, um, I grew up in Vietnam, and I was um, raised up in a, a huge, dedicated Buddhist idol-worshipping family. And so for 20 years of my life, I was extremely involved in that. And, um, and um, yeah, I... Um, yeah, since I was like four years old, I was uh, brought to temples for Godo doing worship, blah, blah, blah. And then uh, <laughs> growing in that environment, you know, like um, there's lots of things go wrong. And I was very uh, vulnerable to attacks. I was doing a lot of things that um, that's uh, hurtful to my mind, my body. And, um, yeah, just a lot of things happened uh, until... Um, until I was saved one year and a half ago in America when um, God brought me out of Vietnam and then, um, yeah, go to a different place. But then uh, coming to New Philly uh, is like totally a whole new level. I was, uh, I, kept, I came from breakthrough to breakthrough and breakthrough. And then um, I, uh, I, I 
I went to healing deliverance uh, with uh, Pastor Erin for idol worshiping. And uh, I believe with every single nerve in my mind that I'm free. The devil cannot touch me. I'm free. Yes. Yeah, and then, uh, then attacks coming back. And like, especially before the retreat, I was under extreme attack. Like, it's just like coming to my mind, you know, you're not the daughter of God, blah, blah, blah. And then, um, and then, um, I, but, um, I think that's the time when I have to fight in the spirit. But in the retreat, that's when God tells me that now, uh, the battle has been won. And, uh, that's when, uh, his freedom gonna manifest in the natural as well. And after listening to Mary's, um, testament of 20 years of, you know, like bondage and addiction. And then that's grace of, um, freedom for me as well. And, yeah, and God just like set me free to a whole new level, and I feel peace and freedom like never before in my life. It's just like my life just like filled with light. And then uh, to uh, Tuesday, Tuesday, um, Pastor Benjamin was there. It was so fun, like people was like falling down all over the place, <laughs> and yeah, bowling, crying. And uh, I came out to the altar, and then the moment Pastor Benjamin laid hand on me, he was saying that um, the devil tries to oppress you, but you have the authority to oppress the devil. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> then, um, and uh, he was saying that... Um, you have uh, all the anointing and the power to bring freedom to the captives. And I release this salvation to your family as well. And the fact that my mom was safe uh, Sunday morning when I was at the retreat. This is this really amazing what God has been doing. So... Um, I've been, you know, I, I was just like uh, really afraid to share my testimony before because I was just afraid that people couldn't understand me, they're going to judge me, blah, blah, blah. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, on, in the retreat, the Spirit of God just like followed me. It's like he was saying, Chang, you have to say it. You have to speak it out. And uh, you have to testify how good I am, how glorious I am, how powerful I am. And then, uh, yeah, Pastor Benjamin was also saying to me that, uh, you know, for so long you have been afraid to speak out, but uh, your words have power. Your words have power. So today I just want to declare again that there's a living God that's so powerful, that can destroy any idolatry, whatever it is that people has come to worship, that he can turn hearts back to him. And um, also I want to honor the... uh, men and women of God that God placed in my life uh, without P, Tina, and um, yeah, a lot of spiritual mentors. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't be where I am today. So yeah, just give thanks to God. Yeah. All right. Um, hi. <laughs> um, Basically, I just want to start with this, that there is no rejection. And it's not what, God doesn't love me because of what I do, but he loves me because of who I am. 
Um, that's basically my testimony. Um, uh, after I did all the healing and deliverance, I, I went through everything, typical stuff, and I was, I was a new creation, but... What, what, don't judge me. <laughs> but basically, as I was doing that, um, I started, like, by one, one little simple thing, I started hiding stuff from people. Um, I was kind of afraid that as it, uh, I'm in a leader's position and everything, I was afraid that if they find out something like this that's a little different from where I should be, I was afraid that they're going to reject me, that they're gonna, the way they think about me would be different. But So one slight lie became a bigger and on one slight hiding, it became a larger hiding. So it started building up. And then um, past few months, I, I've been filled with guilt coming to church, actually. Because I had so much things I was hiding from my small group leader, um, just to, um, other people like my pastors. Um, just I don't know. And basically, I've been hi- hiding about, um, about my future. I guess um, I told a lot of people that I was going into college and everything. But I was afraid that they're going to judge me about my actions so I was hiding about that and I got I got into a shady relationship um, and I was when I was definitely called out by PC on the leadership retreat that you're not in your season you know so <laughs> you know yeah and I, I've been hiding all those things and um, it was funny how even though I was hiding so much things I was um, walking in a wrong path God's been using me so much, even in that moment. And I really, truly learned during this retreat that um, I could have the anointing, but I might not walk with God in his presence. And that's what I was learning. And during this retreat, I, I went up when um, Pastor Christian called out an altar call after Mary Yu's um, testimony. And I really felt that I had to go up. And um, Brian, Pastor Brian and John Newfield prayed for me. And then Anita just comes up to me. And she just looks at my eyes and she just said, Michael, no more hiding. <laughs> Snap. Snap, you know. And I started bawling like crazy. I was like, Aah! I'm sorry. So... Basically, right after that, um, I just went up to Mark, my small group leader, and then I told him everything. Um, I had so much of this fear that he's not going to, like, treat me how, I u- how he tr- used to treat me. I had that big fear, but I trusted in the Lord more than my emotions. So I told him everything, and he covered me with love, and, and I told some other people. And th- they truly just covered me with love, and I, that's God, how God really covers me, that there's no rejection, and I don't have to fear about anything. It's just that now I'm a free man. Um, I don't have any burdens in my back. I'm not hiding anything. And like, as I said in the beginning, it's not about what I do, but it's just about who I am. So, and I am a leader of this house, and I'm a, I'm a free man. Yeah, that's my testimony. All right, you guys. Well, I'm going to share about just how the retreat just... Uh. So, yeah, so usually I'm kind of the person that's like, uh, church. No, oh, yeah, sorry. But I was like, church, you know, to me, retreats have been the same. It's just like you go there, you just go there, and then afterwards you have this, you're like a, 
like you're flying around for like a week or two and then you're like <laughs> and you're back to your same old like okay I'm struggling with this I'm struggling with this but man this, this past retreat it's nothing how I've ever I've never experienced anything like this before in my entire life just like before I was kind of person that kind of judged myself like judged my spirituality by my five senses so, okay I feel good God is great or like okay I'm struggling God help me or just like um but yeah just like um oh sorry I'm just like God is great so <laughs> sorry I'm just blabbering but um yeah so for the first and second day I was just like this feels like a normal thing this is good but I was still wanting that that being touched by God and, you know, like just wanting more of him and more of him and more of him. So secretly I was like kind of praying like, God, you know, I'm here for a reason, you know, please help me. So, um, yeah. So, but on the third day, I thought it was a normal day. You know, I woke up, got dressed, went to my welcoming team meeting Hey, Rona. <laughs> so I kind of did the usual thing, smile, smile, smile at everybody, like, oh, welcome, welcome, welcome. But so I sat down and just, like, started to, you know, listen to the word and just, like, but when that dance thing went on, man, everybody, every, like, everybody went crazy, and then I just, this whole spirit of freedom just swept through everything and just, like, even me, I was just, like, going crazy and just, I was being like David and just, like, going, like, woo! But I think the biggest thing to me was um, I never really understood, or not understood, but I never really felt that sonship, like, um, you know how the pastors always say sonship, sonship, sonship. I never really felt it, but I wanted to feel it, but I was just like, so how do you know when you have it? <laughs> no, really. <laughs> really. So, like, I kind of thought it was something like a cat where you put it on, like sunship, but no. Yeah, I literally thought it was something you wear. I'm like, oh, sunship. <laughs> but um, just uh, I actually felt it just like um, because I was all manifesting like crazy and just like I didn't know what to do because it kind of felt like um, I got supercharged like the Duracell bunny kind of like <laughs> I couldn't stop it. Just really, I was just like somebody just like elect like electrocuted me kind of like. I like I literally couldn't stand still for like maybe like an hour and a half wow. and even during the sermon I was just like <laughs> and then I remember just when Pastor Daniels did this one final thing he kind of yelled out and then just this strong elect like electro charge just hit me five times harder than before and I was just like oh <laughs> but um yeah, just sonship and just, it just hit me just like, it was this like in, 
instantaneous like it was there the whole time wow. literally I'm, I'm, I'm the kind of person to overthink it just like oh Sanja you know I guess it's like a hat you can put it on every now but then for me it's that just like it's just that identity in God just like you have it but sometimes you kind of use your senses to where you're like okay God's God's there but it's just just the presence of God and just every, just everything just like every, like everybody's sons and just whether you don't feel like it you still you you still are and just like um and just you know people I think now since everyone's brought to a like a new level people have just that light just everybody's just shining twice as bright and just man I and then also just um I kind of had this one like vision type thing that during this like retreat people who were seeds were going to just become flowers just people weren't going to have that trend transitional thing yeah. and just I I kind of saw that and then I was like wow that's good <laughs> <laughs> but more you you know what I'm talking about but yeah just like okay then. Well, I'm finished. <laughs>
And I've been to a lot of other retreats before where I would, they would teach me about like the identity and things like that, very vague topics. And I'd be thinking like, this is a good thing. This is a good retreat. And I go home, I'm like, what did I learn? Like, you know, it's just like, it's just very like, I don't really know what I'm trying to take hold of before. But this retreat, if anything, I went home thinking, man, I'm going to take faith in what I just learned. I'm going to go home and if I read, I'm going to read. If I pray, I'm going to pray. And I'm going to take hold of faith and know that it's going to happen. So I think the best thing that happened was, uh, man, yeah, it's just, just this, this idea that I can claim it in faith. So even like this thing right now, like I'm not very much of a speaker, but I'm claiming it in faith. Like I'm doing, I'm taking steps of faith because I know my God has more and I'm in that new dispensation, right? Like how do I know unless I don't step out, right? So it's just like, yeah. Yeah, like even today, like I felt like I got just overly like, ang- like anxious for some reason. I just kind of had like I w- I walked into my probably because I was being really stupid. I was staying up late, I got really cranky or something. But like, um, I just felt overly anxious in my room about all these certain things that like, coming into my life, and they're not even that big. I'm like, what am I tripping about? But um, like, sorry. <laughs> but um. I just remembered, I was like getting so down on myself, I'm like, what is this, man? Like, but I, I just remember telling myself, like, no matter how I feel at this moment, I got to claim it. I got to take it in faith. I got to move onwards knowing that I can claim what this whole aspect about claiming things in faith. It's like, I feel like it's what I needed to know. It's exactly what I needed. And I felt like this house, Pastor Benjamin and Actually, just God, just speaking through all... Actually, all the speakers have been speaking directly into me about this kind of stuff. So it's just like, man, God, like, oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, um, this retreat blasted me. It was really good, yeah. I don't know if you guys remember, but a few weeks ago, I preached here at Friday Fire, and I shared for a little bit about my testimony, and you see me leading prayer up here with a mic every week, and everyone kind of gets this picture that I'm this mighty woman, I love holding the mic, and I, I there's like no nervousness in me or whatnot, and you always see me as this you know, strong person, but my testimony really is that I was never this person. You know, I was never this person. And I remember after I preached that sermon and shared my testimony, I had a number of people, a number of sisters come up to me after that message and and told me that that was their day of breakthrough. Where they sort of shared the same sort of personality as me, sort of being shy a little and whatnot. But hearing my testimony, it just broke them free of whatever um, anxieties that they were experiencing. And they felt breakthrough. And the next week when I saw their faces, man, they were glowing. You know, and so I want us to all know that when you share a testimony, power is released. It's not just your story. The power of Jesus Christ is being released when you share. So I just want to encourage you, if there is a testimony, if there is a story of how the Lord has touched you, it's going to touch someone else as you're standing here and sharing that, right? And so um, our sister Sola, she's going to lead us in one song. But in that time, I want to invite you uh, to just open up your hearts. To share your story because it isn't your story. It's the Lord's story. And we, we heard Mary, our, our sister Mary's testimony at the retreat. And she just preached it. You know, after her testimony, like the altar was flooding with power, flooding with anointing. And you know, a lot of you guys got your testimony and breakthrough at that altar call, right? 
right? And so I want to encourage you guys to just come out and share your testimony. Share, um, be a witness for what the Lord has done in your life. And it's going to set other people free and it's just going to bring glory to the, uh, to the Lord, right? And so I want to open up this time, give you an opportunity just to line up in the back behind the curtains and get your hearts ready just to testify of how wonderful our Lord is, all right? share like from the retreat and just how like god really i guess broke me free from a lot of things i was struggling with um for a long time like since i think i was 10 or 11 i struggled a lot with my weight and my self-image and when i came to korea i made it like a declaration to myself i was like i'm gonna be healthy like i vow to like live a healthy lifestyle so i started you know exercising eating better but then um the way I felt about myself, my self-image and my self-worth, it was like a negative spiral. Like, um, I started to like starve myself and work out like three hours a day just so I could like lose weight and like um, just fit that ideal beauty standard that the enemy lied to me saying that you cannot be loved and you cannot be accepted until you look like this, until you feel like this. And even when I came to New Philly, like, um, I did feel, like, love around me, but a lot of times I was like, these people can never like me until I look this way. These people can never like me until I fix what's wrong with me. But um, just through my small group leader, Linda, too, like, um, she, I kind of shared how I felt, like, um, with a lot of my self-image. She would always say, Michelle, like, you're beautiful, like, you're beautiful. And I would listen to that, and I'd be like, there's no way, like. And I kind of, when people would say that to me, i kind of just be like, okay, yeah, whatever, and just, like, walk away from it, but I didn't realize that, um, that it was really God speaking that to me too, and I kind of just like ignored what God was saying, and I let the de- like, um, deception really lead the way I live my life, but um, during retreat, when Pastor Sunny was saying how the grace is out of the new love, I mean, I, the grace is run out from the old level, I think that really awoke my heart, because it was something that God had continually been breaking me free of, but I was just like, no, like, I'm going to let this deception 
like run my life until I fit that standard and then that will become truth for me. But um, yeah, just through the retreat, like I went up to get prayer from Pastor Sunny and I mean during her altar call and I just felt like a sense of peace rush over me and I really let God speak into my spirit and um, even after the retreat, I was kind of like worried that things would go back to their old way that I would just let the number that's like on the scale reflect how I was going to feel for that day or like what my self-worth was. But I realized, like, yeah, I want to be healthy, so I'm going to continue to try and be healthy, but that doesn't reflect who I am, and that doesn't reflect how God sees me or how people see me either. Like, I feel so much genuine love from, uh, you know, the New Philly family, so I thank you guys and all the people that God has really put in my life. And also, um, just another praise report, like, from my, like, small group leader and for Emily, too, like, who prayed for me and my brother. Like, my brother's been coming out to New Philly, and he's been getting in a lot of, like, trouble, and, like, he's, like, a troubled, like, troubled person, but I have faith that... Um, you know, the love that God and the revelation that God has given me is pouring out into my family. And um, kind of like when Chong shared how her mom got saved, I claimed that for my family. So I know that God is faithful. And I, yeah, so he's faithful. And thank you guys for all your love and support, too. <laughs> hey, everybody. I'm going to try to speak really fast so I can get everything out. Um, so I started a five-day water fast um, last Sunday, before the retreat, leading all the way up to the retreat. And what I thought I was fasting for was uh, a powerful encounter just for myself. Um, the next day, Eunice at our prayer meeting encouraged us to pray for other people, and I immediately realized that I still had a list from the K1 house of all these names of people that posted on the prayer wall. And so I focused on praying on them all week. I didn't pray for myself at all. And um, I didn't get the encounter at the retreat that I wanted, that I really tried to fast for in the first place. But I think God was showing me that my prayer life is just so powerful now, that all these people that I was praying for, they're really blessed when I was talking to them. I met a lot of them. I still don't, I haven't met everybody, but I, I kind of need to meet them. So that way, <laughs> if, if, their, if their prayers have been answered, I want to move on to the... and. <laughs> Not, not saying that I don't mind praying for you, it's just maybe I should move on to the next prayer. But um, So Tuesday at um, large group for Emmaus, Pastor Benjamin came and um, he had an altar call for those who had never been really slain in the Holy Spirit before. And so I went up there thinking, you know, maybe, maybe this is where I'm going to get what I originally fasted for. Maybe this is where I'm going to get my personal encounter. And... It was crazy. I sat up there for a while, and everybody around me just falling like dominoes, just like, <laughs> and people, you know, were just like, I could feel like, uh, I could feel people like grabbing my leg, and I was just turning around like, <laughs> and it was, it was crazy. Um, and so after really being up there for a while and praying, uh, Pastor Aaron actually came up to me and um, imparted the gift of prophecy on me, and the the pressure cooker feeling that. Um, I was feeling when I was standing up there was just something that I've never felt before. It was just a pressure that um, started in the center of my chest, made me feel like I was Bomberman or something, you know, with like a, a circle in my chest about to launch out. And, uh, and the, the pressure just started, just started building up and rising and just started like pouring like through my neck all the way up to my head. And my, my head kind of went numb for a little while. And I was just like, what is going on? And then when she was done, she um, she walked off, and then it just felt like somebody just like flushed the toilet, just like 
<laughs> like everything just like went out, and I was just standing. <laughs> and um, I was I was just standing there, um, and I I felt absolutely nothing. I felt so peaceful, so light, just a feeling that I I really never experienced before, a feeling that I can't even put into enough words. And I literally don't think I moved for 40, like 30, 40 minutes. The same position of just like receiving. And um, yeah, and as I was standing there, I could just feel everybody else around me, just the pain that was being broken off of people, just the breakthroughs that people experienced, the chains, the bondage that was being broken off of others. And it was just so powerful that I couldn't even speak, and I feel like God just wanted me to listen to the breakthroughs and the encounters that everybody else was having. Because that's another thing that I was praying for, that everybody, not only myself, would have a powerful encounter. And I feel like God was telling me, you know, like, you prayed for this, and I gave it to you, you know. I, you've been faithful all last week praying for everybody else, and now I'm going to be faithful to you, and I'm showing you that your prayers have been answered. I'm showing you that I listen when you talk to me. And it was just, it was crazy. Uh, it was crazy. But, yeah. That's, that's all I got. So. All right. Um, hi, my name is Sarah, and I'm a leader of this house also. I'm with Mayor's Campus Ministry and stuff there. So I'm going to share my testimony real quickly. Um, so we got an email from Anita Friday morning that um, you, you know, small group leaders list has come up, and that's the Friday of the retreat. And um, I actually read it on my phone, I think on the way to work. And, you know, Core value roll with the punches. So I was like, you know, that's fine. Was, you know, I'm on the list. You know, we're going to do a small group. It's good. And then I think Pastor Christian said the email right before, right after. And he said, you know, all the leaders come with the heart of a servant. Like, serve others and, you know, be there. And we have a huge crowd coming. So, you know, 7 o'clock bus, I get on. I get my game face on. You know, like, I just greet everybody. You know, I greet everybody. Like, your mama and everybody. You know, like, people who are friends of friends. So they don't, they don't know anybody at the church. So, um, you know, game face. Greet everybody, make everybody sure, uh, make sure everybody feels welcome. And the whole retreat, you know, I actually purposely didn't hang out with people that I normally do just to, you know, just to be, you know, very friendly to people that are not, don't know anybody there, you know, and all that. And on Sunday morning after all of that, I, I came to Sunday morning worship with the heart of God. You know, I, I did everything as a son. I know I wasn't a servant, um, serving and greeting people, make, making sure, and I was open to everybody, but I just want to receive, you know, and um, Pastor Daniel spoke a mess, a wonderful message. And at the end, he just said something really quickly. And he said something like, um, I have won a battle and I'm going to give that to you guys. So you guys don't have to fight over. And he was talking about how he just forgets. And he has this uh, supernatural grace to just forget and forget the people that have offended him, um, his family. Um, and he said, the, the, th- the things that would really deeply cut somebody and really be it, make, make them really angry at that person. He just forgets. And, um, you know, we're all standing up and receiving and all this stuff. And Anna, my friend from Busan, she's next to me, and my, my other girlfriend, you know, Kathleen's in front, and they're just getting messed up, you know? So at my first tear, I was just like, oh, thank you, God. You know, because I know their story, and I know where they're coming from. So I'm like, oh, thank you, you know? There's so much breakthrough for them. And all of a sudden, like, this 10-second rush came through me, and I got this flash of every memory that hurt me so bad. Like, so before all of this, I, you know, this couple weeks of wilderness, I was, a couple months actually, of wilderness I was going through. And Pastor Aaron and all my staff knows this. And it was a season of completely feeling inadequate in every level. 
And, you know, I'm an established leader of this house, you know. Like, you know, I got H&D twice, you know. So you would think, like, these issues are no longer, you know what I mean? And so, but kid you not, every insecurity that I had, um, especially with ministry, with, especially with ministry, and everything that I was insecure about, relationships, just who I was, I could visually picture that moment when that person said something to me. I could picture that person's face, what they said, where we were, what I wore, what that person wore. Like, I could picture, I could paint that picture to you in full detail. But when Pastor Daniels gave that out, it was literally like he wiped the slate clean. And everything that, um, everything that I received from him was just a new grace to do things over again. And, you know, weeks before this retreat, you know, I would talk to Pastor Aaron crying. Like, I feel like I'm in this, you know, holding pattern. That's great. Like, I know the glory is coming. But how do I get there? You know, and she just kept dropping prophecy and, uh, you know, all these visions of, you know, the the second wing of your cocoons coming out. I was like, oh, thank you, Jesus. And, you know, and, and she's also talking about, you know, it's like the ninth month of your pregnancy. So, you know, you just feel uncomfortable. I was like, yeah, that's good. That's good. But how do I get out of this? You know, it's not funny. It's not fun, you know. And, um, but it was literally this moment when Pastor Daniels gave out what he's already won that kicked me into my new dispensation, that it's completely clean. I don't remember their faces anymore. I don't remember the situation. It's like a blur. Like he just, it was a clear chalk picture and he just smeared it. And I don't remember their voices. I don't remember the words. I don't remember what they said. And it gives me, I think Chris likes to say, Sparta kick you into your new dispensation. So, yeah, as an established leader, you know, that's amazing to hear. Because I think we all go into, like, a, a private way of dealing with things, you know, with our leaders. But honestly, I was just blown away by how always faithful God is. Yeah, so that's it. Uh, hi, I'm Sarah Sa. I'm an amazing student. I'm really nervous. So if my glasses fog up, I'm really sorry. Just ignore. <laughs> I have it written down on my phone, so I'm just gonna go. Okay. So at our Emmaus like uh, fellowship outing at Hangang, like I got imparted the gift of tongues by like my familiar leader Sarah Juan and then Rebecca, and then it literally like, it was the hardest thing for me because I didn't understand what tongue was, and I actually it should have taken like five minutes, but it took like it took like 30 minutes because I kept asking all these questions. And then, like, I didn't understand. So, like, I even talked to Pastor Aaron about it because I didn't understand, like, how am I supposed to, like, activate it and practice it? And I don't... And I felt like if I would go la-la-la-la, it's, like, making it up. So I didn't know what to do. Oh, I'm shaking. Woo! Okay. And so the week before retreat, I fasted. I water fasted. And then... So I prayed for all these other people, too. But for myself, I prayed for, like, that I would get blasted at retreat. And also that, like, I really felt like I was being fake when I would practice tongues. So I asked God, like... God, I feel fake, but can you, like, so can you, I retreat, like, you know, fill me with the words and the syllables and the sounds that you want me to say, and that's what I've been praying, and so, basically, on Saturday night, um, Pastor Benjamin Robinson, like, his sermon, something he said was, like, oh, like, don't ask the Holy Spirit to come in you, because he's already in you, like, ask him to fill, like, overflow, and, like, come out, and so I, like, it clicked in my head, because when I used to pray, even that week when I fasted, I always pray, like, oh, Holy Spirit, come, like, come in me, you know? And so I was like, oh, like, I've been praying the wrong thing this whole time. So then I, oh, I'm really shaking. So I, <laughs> I, changed, I changed my prayer, and I said, like, oh, Holy Spirit, like, you're in me, you're in me, but, like, fill, like, come fill me up, like, overflow. 
And then right then, that was when he did, like, the Puzan altar call, and then everyone was falling everywhere, and it was, like, really intense. So then I, like, started praying super loud and just, like, it got faster and faster and faster, and then my tongue started, like, going crazy. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I think I got tongues. So, like, <laughs> so, so after, after that, like, that night, I was, like, really happy because I was like, oh, man, like, God bless me. Like, I, it's, like, done, you know, like, this retreat is awesome. But then the next day on Sunday, like, during the 10-year altar call, like, 10-year commitment, I made a commitment, so I went up, and then, like, I was just out there praying, and then, like, while I was praying, like, I couldn't concentrate, first of all, because, like, everyone was, like, crying and stuff and shaking, so it was, like, kind of hard, but once I focused, like, uh, once I focused, like, I started really praying, and then I felt, like, uncomfortableness, like, build up in my chest, like, really, like, it was really, like, tapped up here, and it felt, it literally felt like something was going to explode, but it wouldn't come out, and then I could hear Pastor Ann coming, and I'm like, oh, she's coming, you know, and then, and then she came, like, literally, she prayed for me, and she put her hand, like, on my head and stuff. And then, like, I just, like, I felt it blow up, and I started shaking like crazy. Like, I couldn't stop it. I was crying like crazy. And then, like, honestly, I don't remember anything she prophesied over me, because, like, I just don't remember. I just remember her saying fire, and then I fell on the ground. And then I was, like, <laughs> I was on the ground, like, shaking like crazy. But, like, in my head, I, was, I could still think, right? So I was, like, dude, I look, like, crazy right now, so I need to stop shaking, but I couldn't stop. So I was just kind of like, whatever, you know, and I was shaking like crazy. And it was like, starting from here, it was just rumbling. And then, uh, yeah, hold on, sorry. And then, yeah, actually, like, I had a vision when I was on the ground, and I just saw, like, really big white gates, and they were opening. I don't really know what that means, but I I got that. And then afterwards, I felt really at peace. (laughs) Uh... Okay, and I'll talk about TZ Elijah real quick. So it was crazy. It was like new dispensation all up in there. Like people falling everywhere, crying. Like people like screaming. And then actually two of my friends that got saved recently, like they got super blessed. Like one of them got tongues that night. The other one got a, like a manifestation. She's been praying for that for so long. So it was, I literally saw things and heard things I've never seen in my life. So it was pretty crazy. And I'm shaking a lot. So I'm going to stop. Bye. <laughs> Okay, I'm Jasmine from Itaewon, and I just want to share um, two quick things about the retreat that really just established me in a new level. Um, the first thing was during Pastor Sunny's altar call, um, I went up, and I was just standing there for a minute, just kind of praying in the spirit, and then um, all of a sudden, I just felt fear, like, completely break off of me, like, it just just completely left like my being and so I've been kind of like sharing my testimony this week and today my friend asked me she was like you know what kind of fear like fear of what I was like fear of everything (laughs) like I used to live under fear I think and so I had like fear of failure fear of rejection um, fear about my future I had fear of like being attacked by men just because some things that had happened in my past um, when I was a teenager so I would always kind of like walk around kind of watching my back a little bit to make sure I'm safe. Like, okay, I got to get here safely. I got to be safe. I got to be safe. Like always trying to cover my own safety for myself. So that was like one thing. And as soon as it happened, I just knew. I just knew in the spirit, like, man, that was fear. Like it just completely left me. So that kind of established me at a new level of freedom, even right there at the altar. And then the second thing that happened while I was standing there, still at the same altar, um, I had a vision of a DNA strand that was in, like, the center of my being. And God took it out, and he replaced it with a new one. 
So it was kind of like what um, Pastor Sonny was saying, like new DNA for the new dispensation. Like God already gave me that, like even right there. So, yeah, and then even for the, I went up for the 10-year altar call because I made a 10-year commitment. And, um, yeah, so I just felt peace and rest on every side. There was no fear about the next 10 years. There was no fear about where I'm going, what I'll be doing. Like there would have been in the past, it was broken off. So, yeah, I've just been established in peace. And, like, even this week coming back from the retreat, um, at night, I've been able to sleep, like, through the night, which I usually don't do. I usually, you know, wake up. But, yeah, it's just been peace. That's it. Man. Four minutes? All right. Uh, I'm one of the, my name is Randy. I'm one of the Emmaus kids, one of the, the younger Emmaus kids. All right, so I'm going to talk about when uh, P... Robert Daniels was uh, preaching... At the last time when he, he was like, I'm just going to speak it over you guys and whoever touches it touches. Um, I'm going to highlight the part where he's talking about the past hurts. Uh, I don't know why, but when I was praying um, over me, like all these images of things that I held in like rage, you know, things that I held in my past that I was like, I want forgiveness for this. But the one that stuck out the most is my dad because uh, he struggles with alcohol and stuff. I remember when I was a kid, he fell on me one time when he was drunk and he punished me because I was crying. You know, and this, this, it doesn't die. It sticks in here, you know? And then I, I felt that rage, too, when I was thinking about it. I was like, you know, God, why are you showing me this stuff, you know, in this time? It's not, you know, it's not the right time for this stuff. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> so I was like, all right, then it's like, but, it, you know, it's, it's shown for a reason, you know? People get it. It's shown for a reason. So I try to put two and two together, and then, so Pastor, you know, everybody talking about, like, next level stuff, right? Next level stuff, right? In my heart the whole time, I always wanted forgiveness for those things, you know? I always wanted my dad to be the one to come up to me. I'm sorry for that in the past. I'm pretty sure he remembers it too, you know? But, you know, it's like, now it's like, oh, I want to start yelling. (laughs) Man, I'm pumped, you know? You guys want to feel some fire? (laughs) All right, so... You know, because I'm in the game right now. All right, so it's like, yo, I'm going to stop being that guy that wants it, and now I'm going to be the guy that's going to change it, you know? It's like, you know what? You know what? Hey, I'm not going to wait for forgiveness. It's going to change right here. You feel me? You know? Hey, hey, it starts right here. It doesn't start over there. It starts right here. You change your mind, your body follows. Hey, what are you talking about that centipede? You know what? You think first your body's a whip, but it's going to follow. You know what? So I'm not going to be that guy. Hey, Dad, I want forgiveness. Hey, Dad, I already forgave you. Hey, how about that? How about that? Yo, my dad, he's probably going to be like, oh, God. You know, he's not going to get it. You know, it's going to hit him so hard, but not in a bad way. I want it to be in a good way, you know? Because it's going to, you know, I want it, I want to bring that. That healing. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so it's like I, I got healed first. I'm going to change first before I, you know, you know I was selfish. Um, something that highlighted was there's no time for selfish living when you're really set free. That's from a Jake Hamilton song. It's like my favorite song. Um, so it's like that's how God shifted my mindset. You know, shift that old word, you know. Um, so yeah, that's what I want to talk about, how uh, God really changed me. And, you know, whoever is holding grudges and stuff, there's no time for that. 
you gotta move forward. There's no time for that. It's, it's petty stuff. That's little, that's little child's play. Yo, that's like, I'm just saying, I got, I got 40 seconds, right? So it's like this. It's like, yo, it's, it's so little. It's like playing with Legos. Why play with Legos when you can play with like your Xbox or something, you know? I don't know. That's, oh, sorry. I play too much games, but it's like, you know, that stuff is nothing anymore. It is nothing compared to the goodness of God, you know? You know, it's like, how many times do we offend God, but he still shows us grace? You know what I'm saying? I got 18 seconds. All right? All right, so that's my testimony. You know, I didn't go crazy. I wasn't like, oh, my God. But it was like, boom, I just started bawling like a little baby. And um, so God is good, and I'm going to pass it on to the next person. How am I supposed to share my testimony now, Randy? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I came up here because I feel like I owe you guys a testimony because Pastor Christian mentioned about my, my encounter with God. It was very strong. It happened during when we had that 24-7 prayer. I actually went to the very first one, and it was, it was so good. It was 4.30, around 4.30 a.m., Pastor Aaron and Sole was leading us into a harp and bowl. And Pastor Aaron was, it's 4.30. I know God's spirit is here, and then it's a new level. And just be free and worship God with a new song. So I got up, and I was just singing God with a new song, right? But the thing is, the presence of God felt so heavy on me, I couldn't stand up, but I had to, like, bow down on my knees and I was during that time I was crying I was bawling at the same time I was laughing at the same time I have the holy laughter on me and I never had that kind of encounter like encounter with God ever you know I would have my hands move a little bit but not like that I was crying and I was laughing at the whole time I didn't know what was happening but I knew that I love the presence of God but at the same time, God was doing a lot of things inside of my heart. Things that I didn't know that was happening, but God knew what was happening. God was saying to me that no more pretense, G. No more pretense. I was like, okay, God. Okay, what was I pretending? I had no clue what was happening inside of me. But those people who does not know me, I'm a full-time volunteer at an orphanage. And I serve as a community care pastor. But a lot of times... I'm speaking life over people. I'm taking care of them. So a lot of times I don't really look after for what I'm feeling. So I kind of like hide it because I have to be strong. If I show my weakness, I feel like I can't bring other people into a victory life. So I kind of have this mindset that I have to be very strong. All the things that I'm struggling with, I kind of need to hide it. I need to move forward. I need to move forward. But... The, but I didn't understand that at first. No more pretense. No more pretense. Okay, God, that sounds good, but I love your presence. And I was like laughing and giggling at the same time. So, and I kind of composed myself and I wiped up my tears and snots and whatnot. And I tried to get up again. I got up for like 30 seconds, but I felt the heaviness, like the presence of God again. And he was saying, you don't get it, do you? I was like, what I, I don't, I don't understand. You were struggling so much inside because of your position, because of what you have to do. And 
you, I'm setting you free. Don't you know that? I'm setting you free right now. I was like, okay. And then God told me, your, uh, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. I never understood that, that, that passage before. I was like, what does that mean? But I totally understood what he meant. I don't have to struggle on my own. I didn't have to stand on my own. I didn't have to walk by myself. But God was the one who's carrying me. And during that, when I realized that, God was like, it's time for the new level. It's time for more. No more pretense. No more fear. No more worries. God was taking me to a new level. And you know what? It was not over then because it was continuation during the retreat. I felt the heaviness of God again. You know, like when Pastor Daniel spoke about like Genesis being on our lips, you know, I, I literally, my whole body felt it. When he was speaking the message that kind of went over my head, a lot of it, but not all of it. But, you know, my spirit was like taking it all in. And I even told Pastor Daniels, I was like, Pastor Daniels, your message is so powerful. Because there is not message that my mind did not understand, but my spirit felt. That was my first time ever. And it was just continuation of what God was doing. And you know what, everyone? I'm not the only one who's at a new level. You guys are at the same level. So praise God. Thank you. Um. Yeah, I want to give you guys a moment just to uh, just give praise to God. And, you know, I feel like some of the things that uh, the testimonies that were being shared was exactly to your heart. And um, the, the thing that Pastor Benjamin said was it's permanent. And it's not about talking about what happened at the weekend. I'm talking about what's happening right now. The continuation of the glory and the continuation of the presence and the continuation of the breakthrough. And there is the spirit of God is here in this place right now to set you guys free, to lift you guys up, to establish and plant your feet exactly where they need to be, to continue to tear off the old rags and to wear the new uh, clothes that God is presenting to you of your identity, your your worth, your value. And so I want us to just pray and in, and just begin to invite the very presence of God. And if, if something is spoken to your heart, I want you to just begin to respond in faith and speak it out. So come on, let's just begin to press in right now just to the presence. Let's pray.